Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And I'm Swizz. And thank you for joining us for the delayed podcast, everybody. We are standing by and we're not going to get the answers that we want at this point. I'm saying let Crips play. Let Crips play. <laughs> no, am I the only one? Why, mate? Mitchie o- Owens, the, the goat. The goat. Um, <laughs> Chris, how are you faring, mate? The Pies just keep on winning, mate. They keep letting me down. Uh, unlike my Supercoach team, the Pies are going great. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good good few weeks, mate. I, it, it's, I think our chat has reached peak Chris Nuffy moments at points this, <laughs> this season. How can and, you be going backwards? Ryan's killing it. So how yeah. come you're going backwards? Mate, mate, oh, he, mate he, had, I can answer that. He's too busy, mate. He's too busy. He's got his 11 game, or was it 10 or 11 game membership now? That, you know, you, after joining up 11 weeks ago for the Pies and he's just concentrating and enjoying the ride. Doesn't have time exactly for Supercoach right. anymore, mate. Yeah, right. Flag when Pies. You're number, no, when you, flag Pies, hashtag, I've, I've been too busy on Twitter, hashtagging Flag Pies at every conversation. <laughs> oh. I'll be talking, I'll be talking Australian politics and I'll hashtag Flag Pies. <laughs> So, it was gonna be so funny with that Richmond Collingwood first week of finals, mate. Oh, I can't. If that happens, that'd be great. So, no, Chris, I'd, I'd, rather, you... I'd rather the Lions. Sorry, Benny, I know you've got questions, <laughs> but uh, you know what? You've completely avoided the podcast for the last two weeks. The fans are pissed <laughs> off, they've been bloody making memes because you haven't been here. Oh, let's talk got... Richmond, let's talk Richmond Brisbane second half, mate. Let's let's talk. Can we get the highlights? Okay, okay. No, no. You two <laughs> shut up right now. Basically, that very valid questions, very very valid concerns. However, we don't want to be touching on things from last week's quiz because the people want to know about now. Right, the well, I'm touching is... things right now. Talking about Richmond Brisbane. Oh wow! <laughs> and I'm sure you're growing by the inch. Um, touchy. Oh my God, Swiss. Um, Anyway, um, Chris, I'm just having a look at your team. Sorry to get ah, back on just, track, everybody. 2,395, and that was even with the best captain option for the week. Yeah. so With a um, rank of 2,496. Tom Stewart, man. So I waited for four weeks. Oh. Tom Stewart. <laughs> I just saw that. And he comes in. like And like last week, I, I VC'd him for a, a pitiful 112. Pitiful. And then he comes in, and Mitch Owens tags the hell out of him. And again, it goes for a 40. And I just, like, how did that help them win? Because they were nowhere near anything. I brought in Vlosten as my, like, D7 but played on field. And he nearly scored as much as Stewart in a quarter of footy. And Maurice Rioli scored the same as Will Brody, outscored Darcy Cameron, outscored Sean Darcy. I had five people that scored 59 or less or something, didn't I? So, yeah, I had Darcy, Cameron... Uh, Stuart. Well, Brady was 65. Stuart. Um, who else went really bad? Well, obviously, Owen. Any pod, like legitimately any pod last week went yeah. absolutely shit. Yeah, no, it wasn't good for me. But I mean, I think, again, like, uh, I think Sicily only went like 100, but yeah, he's still killing me. Uh, Dawson went like 110. So, and yeah, Sinclair went one, 116 or 118. He just keeps yeah. killing us. And, and, you know, I'm still, I'm still rolling with short, you know, 77. So, um, that's Do you it. have any trades left? Nah, no, because oh, oh, so, so Hewitt's just what what people don't know, and I should. So when um when Canelio went down, I had the the so there's three weeks in a row, I've had to face a zero on on the um a, a zero on field, and uh, with one trade remaining, and I went all right, I'll pull the trigger this week, and I'll go. I had a last minute decision. I went to Cully instead, so I went like I know one of my midfield players to Cully to, and then switched him around with Rioli on um, to get him on field. And then he comes in and gets a 26 and a, and the suspension and does a hammy or something. Like, <laughs> honestly, it was like, why like would my you last, trade, my last in a, trade. Why would you use your last trade on a rookie? Cause at the time Owens wasn't named. So I didn't have any midfield cover and I had no forward cover cause Rioli was in and out of emergencies every second week. And I didn't know. And that week he was actually a sub came on and scored more than Jai Cully. But yeah, so I just needed some cover forward and mid and I was like, well, 
The only Could way you I have can just traded out Hewitt and then put your rookie in defence and then had a forward mid for Hewitt's price? No, because then I would have been locked into. I wouldn't have had any um, defender cover at all for the rest of the season. So at least this way, I had forward mid and defensive cover, regardless of which way you look at it. And now I don't have any cover at all. Interesting. So yeah. how are you tracking on your rank? Because yeah, man, I'm cruising along. I was looking really good again. Buddy Sunday kills me, but. Twenty four ninety three last week, so I'm up to two seventy eight, which is ooh not too bad. Nice I was tracking work, to be in Swiss. top two fifty all weekend until yeah, a couple of my Sunday guys shit the bed. But yeah, man, I can't complain compared to where was I before the buys thirteen thousand. So yeah, man, I, I've usually it's the other way round. I buddy sit top hundred all year, and I buddy you know hang on to that top one thousand coming at this time of the year. But this year I've been. Yeah, tracking you still, nicely. So you still might pit me on the line, just like Richmond did uh, the I, other I week against. I don't think so because I'm going to have Mr. Cripps. I'm literally got uh, Himmelberg on my bench as defensive bench this week, expecting Vloston to pull out. Hello there, and um, and I'm literally because I ca- if Vloston is laid out and I don't put Himmelberg there, then I've got no cover. So I've got to do that and then just take the best score out of Owens, Rioli, and McDonald for to cover Cripps. So. But in saying that, that's three rookies uh, having a bite at uh, Cripps' score. And, you know, Cripps has weeks where he doesn't score as well as some rookies. So, yeah, it might might be all right this week. We'll see what happens. He's Very pretty highly owned, right? Like, and yeah, he is. What, what, was that, what was that stat that I think it's one third. have? Yeah, yeah one third of the third. top thousands have Cripps but no trades. Yeah. So, yeah, I there mean, could be some like me, though, because I had a loophole in Heaney. So Heaney just plays on field instead of Cripps. So... There's probably some others like that. Or I'll obviously be able to loophole Owens if he goes really well this this um, on yeah, Friday Yeah, but he's going to be blanketed by, uh, by, by the GOAT, Braden Maynard, this week. So I don't know how he's going to score anything. So I don't know, mate. He's, he's been doing all right. Either way, it's better, better than a donut. Um, speaking of top 100, I think... Anyone want to take know, bets on Sydney versus Collingwood this week? Because I feel like people have lost Sydney. some weeks in a row. Yeah, mate. Pies, I don't know. Pies have literally no chance this week. Don't you guys have all the flu or something like that? That's going like <laughs> in actually serious, like yeah, serious. It actually, is. but it's a Sunday guys... game, so that's that was reported yesterday, and it's yeah. Sunday, so I'm not really too but, worried. But what I'm, there's just... always that chance that more players kind of get yeah, it all the free and code. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it, if everything was fit and firing, and that I'd be like, oh yeah, kind of massive chance in this game, obviously. But that that probably worries me, and actually think Sydney have cop Collingwood at the right week. That's you true. guys just like segued straight past the fact I said I'm top 100. 99th, first, first time man. ever. I actually had a look. I think first time ever I've been in the top 100. I've, I've gotten to about 130 about three or four times, I think, before. First time I've ever actually finished around inside the top 100. So I'm pretty excited. I'm hoping I can no, hold on, work, fingers mate. crossed. That's good work. Um, but I could fall off a cliff. I've got no trades left. No, so like, I could. Hey, you're going to be yeah. like the Brisbane Lions, but like you're up there. You're yeah, we'll good. see. I don't and know. Just hope I can hold on with and... a couple of good scores. I don't know how. I looked at my team. I'm like, I don't even know how I scored like 2,500 and whatever it was. I think the only saving, 2,577. I think the only saving grace was I actually put the emergency on Brody. And then when he shut the bed, I was like, cool. So then I just went and put um, Heaney on field. So Hey, hey mate, well. the reason I didn't really uh, react to that is because I've been ranked 72nd this year. So I just didn't think that 99 was all that impressive, but... I mean, you, Have you, you been seventy second this year? Yeah, round two, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this has been the longest intro, and I have to cut in here, boys, because I'm thirsty. Um, sponsored oh. today is brought to you by SplashVodka.com.au. What a rookie! This is all. These are all label inside out. There you go, SplashVodka.com.au. Um, also Manscaped as well. So support for Supercoach Insider is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the world's best in uh, men's below-the-waist grooming. The precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Supercoach SC Insider 100 is the code. SC Insider 100. And go to manscaped.com. So that is definitely um, been kicking off. I've been using my stuff daily, boys. And have you, I don't know if you've noticed, a lot more ads have been coming out. And even some a, a, a nice, well, I guess I could say that, an attractive lady talking about the Manscaped. And, hey, man, get your business and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, SC Insider 100. Speaking of attractive ladies talking about the Manscaped, it actually came up as a, a sponsored post 
for Father's Day. That's just around the corner, guys. So I don't know if you guys were looking at the old Manscaped packages. Might be something you want to send to your loved ones. But um, my lovely partner was like, oh, check this out. And, you know, I'm actually going to technically not going to be a father this Father's Day. But um, uh, kind of, I guess, you know, if you you know, think about it a different way. But it'll be, um, it'll be a pretty nice package for uh, someone because I would definitely appreciate that. So I know guys out there would as well. And even those guys who don't aren't fathers, you know, get get it happening for your, uh, your Tinder stuff, you know. Yeah, and for those some, and, and some people that put, are put fathers, put it part of your profile. I use Manscaped. Some, yeah, some people are fathers in waiting. Oh, that's a just, great idea. Um, we should have we should make a Tinder profile and then put on that twenty percent off. Use SC inside of one hundred. Because you did put it out to the public, mate. Your uh, your reveal uh, that's one of the great reveals on that for your. Uh, your second bub, mate. So congratulations go, to you. Go to Twitter. So we should probably give him. This is all backwards today. Ten minutes of shit talking. Yeah, no, it's good. Inside of one hundred, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Go to uh, t- uh, Twitter where we posted. Uh, I posted up anyway. So obviously, um, my partner and I were expecting a boy in February. So I'm going to have to really smash out my preseason um, research before February because uh, all time will cease to exist. Lads, um, lads, 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 lads. Yes, lads, so lads, lads, I put lads. up father, father, or son. Can we say quack, 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 I am not quacking. I am not quacking. What a great movie. Go Ducks. Yeah. That's really what you keep that up. I'll give you keep that up. I'll give you the knuckle puck, mate. <laughs> I love the knuckle park. Yes. One in five. Maybe I can put that um, on my movie watch list this week. So I, I suppose, look, at the end of the day, do we think uh, Cripps is going to get off? I, I don't no, think there's any no, chance. No, absolutely no. I think, I think he is. I they think could he's bring in off. the best fucking lawyer in the world and that, and he ain't getting Cripps off. Harvey Specter couldn't get him off. That's yeah, sure. that's right. <laughs> um, but I suppose there are people with trades. I'm not one of them. So let's have a look at alternatives. I think there's two ways to look at this, guys. Uh, first of all, price point of Crips and below, and then price point around Crips and then above Crips. You know, if you've got it, if you've got heaps of cash you've in the bank, cash, which some or people do. you've got two trades, um, and the advantage of flexibility as well really, is definitely a big one. So yeah, let's... yeah. So uh, like you know, if you're looking for a direct trade and you don't have Clary, I think that he's quite clearly the, the number one option. Um, uh, coming off a one four, what, what did he score? One fifty something. One fifty two. He's like dropped. He's dropped enough cash now that yeah, you know, he's back down to like six forty, I think. After two six thirty seven. Six thirty seven five hundred. Six thirty. So you know, if you've got the cash there to jump back on um, Oliver and you, you you traded him out when he got his hand injury, I think that he's the clear number one by a long way. Um, especially now that that they're playing Carlton this week with no Crips. Let's just bank that in. Um, Kennedy, no Hewitt, no Hewitt, no, no Kennedy. Midfield. Like they've basically got Walsh, and, who, and yeah, and yeah. so I, I can't, I can't imagine that they're going to put up too much of a fight in that midfield in terms of contestant possession. So it, oh, I think he's going to have a field day, and he's he's actually a shout. Like, when do they actually play Saturday night? So the problem is, if there wasn't such an obvious VC in um, in Laird against North which I think is basically like everyone should have him if they don't have that. Well, only 20% um, own led still, boys, so they must be hating well, life. Yeah, Oliver versus Carlton's got to be a shouted if you don't have led for a VC option on, on, on Saturday night. So definitely one to look at. I think he's absolutely going to towel up. So, um, yeah, number one for me would be Oliver. What about you guys? Um, if you're talking about no price or... Um, yeah, you're obviously Oliver's got to be your number one choice. Just if you've if you've got the money, unless if you if you've got like endless money to spend and you one trade left, well, go get Laird and that because you yep. may as well, buddy. Just use the money for that. Well, still, like, yeah, he's no, sitting I mean, under eleven now, but if you're in that, I mean, they just position, omitted the I omitted the the goat, you know, Hugh Greenwood. So I can understand why. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Horn Francis for a second there, yeah. poor guy. Doesn't even if get to go um, home. Do they do know, they how, take him along with their baggage? If you have no cash and Brayshaw is literally one k more expensive than Crips, oh, like, that would suck. But um, the, the at obvious, least we are the lucky. obvious one straight underwood under him is LDU. Is oh, a straight swap for price. That's a shit pick. Well, mate, shit. well, North I'd rather pick up nobody in this week. Mate, North, I love North playing the last two games. Nobody, Adelaide and fucking Gold Coast, mate. 
Right, Swizz, pipe down, mate. Now, oh, Luke Davis Uniaki <laughs> averaging 97 over the last three rounds. Cunnington coming back in. That's yeah. the real goat. Hey, guys, I'm trying what to find where Cripps is, but I'm sorted by point. average. I've got down to Hewitt, and then I've got to keep going, don't I? Uh, I don't scroll by <laughs> defenders, Chris. <laughs> no, I was you just are going so lucky. Average. You have been kissed on the absolute <laughs> dick in Billings getting injured on zero to win you that bet. Right, I was pretty much free rolling, and then Cripps was killing it without Hewitt, and then gets suspended for two. Hewitt's not even coming back in, so it saves his average. I mean, I honestly hope that they play him as a sub to get some small <laughs> fraction of a match fitness in the last round next week. Just put him as a sub, Carlton, Vegas can't be cheated, and then mate. put him right, on, so get him a forty, drop his average. I'll take one like of those little scotch that you've got on the uh, on the counter there. All right, thanks. Bullshit, you're getting the dregs, mate. I'm giving you some of the dodgiest dregs I could find. <laughs> you ain't touching my collection. Uh, uh, fair enough. Angus Brayshaw's <laughs> around. Angus Brayshaw's that same price. If you had Hewitt. You might be able to do something fancy with that by bringing in Crips for or one of them for Brayshaw, and that you might be able to do some sort of loophole, um, depending on what rookie you have there. It's like they're playing against Brayshaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's midfield, his, he's midfield, midfield too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why he signed. I don't know because he's just been killing that midfield yeah. mix, giving them something that they don't have as well. Um, was it a one nineteen over three, one oh seven over five? I think you can and definitely like, do that at half time. I think he was on like eighty seven and. They didn't necessarily clamp him in the second half, but just Collingwood played better, and yeah. therefore he just didn't have a free ball. Um, yeah. but, he still I, scored, I think, but he still scored 42 in the second half, which is still a, not a bad second half anyway when you're not doing a lot. No. Nah. And, I mean, you know, his third fiddle there. He's never going to get tagged. Sure. Yeah, well, that's right. If I don't have much cash, I'm literally going Brayshaw for basically the same price, or if I have $7,000, I'm going Parrish. That's pretty much what I'm looking at. If I, I don't have much money, I don't I'm going mind Brayshaw, but he gets tagged next week, guaranteed. Hmm. I, I I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that this week he'll have a blinder, probably. You know, and the Derby, he's probably not going to get. Who they play next week? Let's go suck GWS. Nah, so yeah, I've looked tagged. At, oh, okay. They're not really tagging unless De Boer gets like a, yeah. a show-off game. He's, I reckon he's going to because he's retired as well. This is like retiring. No, they're central. using Lockie Ash yeah. in a tagging role. I said yeah, that Lockie Ash wasn't day. even best twenty two the other week. So I said that the other day, like if you're in like a draft league, for example, like Josh Kennedy was the biggest lock last week. Have a look who oh. else is retiring and that, and you just get on them, especially forwards. They just feed oh, yeah. retiring forwards. Uh, McAvoy had a decent amount as well. Yeah, well, like it's like a, an unwritten rule with the opposition. Oh, this guy's retiring. We'll let him have freaking thirty possessions and kick eight, and who cares? But if you Another want to win the I game, like... I'm surprised Adelaide didn't actually just Adelaide still him would win that game. Like, Still. Kennedy um, could other... kick 10, they'll still win in the game. Sorry, Chris. The other one I yeah. like, guys, is uh, Callum Mills. So he's still only in 24% of teams, but he's, he's about, what, 20K more? Um, but Collingwood obviously have just leaked midfield points like it's going out of fashion. So he's going to have a field day this week. I'm pretty confident that. Even if they give him a run with roll, which they won't, because Collingwood don't do anything out of clearance at all, so they're not going to be damaging from midfield. He's just going to tear us up. So yeah, get on, get on Mills at home, and then they've got St Kilda in the last week, so he'll probably go head to head with Steele. They'll just tackle the hell out of each other. I mean, that's that is what it is. But I don't mind um, Callum Mills as a bit of a shout for the next couple of weeks to you know average say one twenty, one thirty quite easily. Yeah, but the issue is his last 11 games, he's only gone 123 times. And it's been a 120, a 120, uh, sorry, 120, a 138, and a 138. So pretty much three out of his last 11, he's gone 120 or more. So I mean, he's a great player and he's only, you know, he, his floor's pretty decent. Um, I, I guess it's a good shake. He could go really well this week. Um, it is a little bit of a risk, though. I don't think he's been firing the way he was at the start of the year. No, I mean, you're right in that he hasn't fired um, you know, recently, but he's he's just got that ceiling that can go, yep, like he could. Like I was joking today in our chat when I was like, oh, Mills is on for a 200 this week. Like he could. Like that's feasible that I, I, I could see Callum Mills 200 on Sunday and not blink an eye because that he's got that in him. Um, and Colin would just have no no ability in midfield to be accountable. So Yeah, but at least um, the problem with that game, it's actually a – a top game. Like these are the time of year. I like looking at games, which are just dead rubbers where the players just pats, you know, pat their stats and pack it in. Yeah. Or well, they either pack it in or you get the other ones who just, you know, cruise around and rack up their 40. Cause there's no defensive pressure. Like who gives a fuck? Rory led. <laughs> Rory led like last week. The stat machine. 
Yeah, that, that's, um, why, that's why I suggested LDU. I know what you're saying with Cunnington. But North's last two games are, like, meaningless. He'll run around and get 40. No one's going to fucking tag him. Nobody's going near him. Oh, so, dude, Sam Berry's played so well. Yes, but mate, they're not playing. They're not going out there, buddy, laying 20 tackles this week and that on each other. He's leading the league in tackles, Sam Berry. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> that game, like, the Adelaide West Coast game was great to watch because there was no fucking defensive pressure. It was, it was like basketball. It's funny, it was... <laughs> It was attacking footy because can... both teams couldn't give a fuck about defensive pressure. Yeah, that's how you really feel, Swizz. Oh. Um, let, let's talk about flexibility options and some of the the yes. key swings that we're talking about. So, Maxie Gorn? if oh, sorry, yeah. the, the other one, the other one, obviously around the same price, Sam Walsh. So he's yeah, he, he's if they're going to win, oh. it's, he has it's to one big. person, right? He's got to go huge, not big, huge. So and he's got two weeks because if Hewitt's not back next week, then the only one that's going to be extracting the ball for them for the next two weeks is Sam Walsh. Do they do? But does he get now tagged because they've got no one else? But dude, he's, what? Who are they playing? Well, I would. Um, oh, I mean, maybe I'll run with. You reckon Harms goes to him this week? Yeah, oh, I would. I, I'd try. Oh, I'd try. Who else? Care enough to be like, like, oh well, we'll just tag him and they're done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hundred percent. If especially just, I don't think it'll be around the ground as much because it's like, well, if he's in open air, then if he gets the ball, then it's yeah. But in a contest, you try and negate any of those clearance work players. It's like, cool. Well, we'll just stand stoppage side of you yeah. and just focus on you and push you out, and then literally clear the way for Clary and you know Petraka and stuff to come through as well. Just clear. Yeah. And the next week, from the Blues next... is going to get the ball out of that midfield. Like, <laughs> it's not good. Well, so they got Chira, who are they running in that midfield? Well, if if Cripps goes out, Paddy Dow's the next in. Like Paddy Dow, oh, <laughs> it's legit. Maybe, maybe a two hundred midfielder this week. Sorry, boys. Oi, what's the bet? What's the bet? Dow comes out, has twenty eight disposals, kicks four goals, and then gets Re-sign signed up him. for another list next year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've lost oh. every blue supporter out there. That Actually, you know. You're- Oh, you know, it'll be funny. Carlton will probably be playing <laughs> Melbourne to, to let him it. run free. Carlton will be playing, paying Melbourne. Like, oh, can you just let this guy like have a free run? Just kick it to him. If, you, if you're kicking it out of the 50, just kick it straight to him. Give him a shot on goal. We'll pay you money to do it oh, and get him off our list. I don't know if you list. boys saw, but um, someone said uh, earlier in the year that the t- teams were looking at Paddy Dow for his performances in the VFL. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure those teams were Norwood, East Fremantle, <laughs> or <laughs> oh, You know what it reminds me of? It's like a government government workers where they, they, they hate them so much that they're giving them like a, a best review to get them out the door. It's like, hey, yeah, you want a promotion? Cool. This person's great. And then like up they go, up they go, because everyone just passes them along. It's literally like that. Um, the anyway, player. the other thing with Sam Walsh, guys, he's played, he plays the Pies next week. So, again, more midfield points just going to go straight his way. So uh, yeah, Sam Walsh, you got you guys could count. possibly do lockdown with who? They just is, don't do it. Their midfield no. setup is not built to to win. Yeah, games. I know. But it's, again, it's it's, to, it's they're built to rebound the football. Yeah. So so they don't really mind if they lose the clearances because they've got such a strong defense that it holds up quite well, and then they rebound, and that's how they score. So if you if you watch. Or it, it, this is why the stats are so misleading in Collingwood games, and why we absolutely get dominated. Yet somehow we're still kicking yeah, a lot of you goals. Guys, you guys are all you're doing is playing like we did in our premiership years. Yeah, like you look so, at our super coach points during those years. We, we, we didn't get much of the ball. It's all no. as you said, rebound from um, defensive fifty, yep. transition, and, transition and, and, and your small yep. forwards like bringing in Johnson and you know you got Elliot, you know, Dugowie, all those boys down there. That's how we played for those years. Yeah, absolutely, and look. It's exciting football, but at some point, I would just love to win a clearance. I could tell you that. And if mate, it wasn't with Dugowie in that second half, there's no way we win that game. Our game style, you'd never see us win a clearance during those times. <laughs> like, it's fucking frustrating. But you just have these half-backs. That's why Dacos is just racking them up, because oh, he's like so the cool. old Basher Hawley. Just sits there and freaking just racks up ball all day, and nobody gives him any attention. Yeah, well, so Brisbane look, win clearances, we just lose the game. And if you're going to talk about Collingwood, I need a stiff drink for that one for sure. Bit of car strength, the Irish whiskey. Uh, I, dr- I broke out the Irish today, boys. It's called the Red Breast Single Pot Still Cask Strength. I showed it before. Um, I got the Irish out because with um, Crips went to the tribunal to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Look at this guy with his puns. He's back. Um, um, yeah, you're the only talking other about shake- other... 
other players from other lines. Yes. Yeah, Maxi Maxi Gorn's the obvious one there, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. So um, let's talk and, about the advantages like of, of having that of teams or Maxi Gorn at the moment. Yeah, I wish I did that instead of Voston now. Fuck now. Yeah. So so uh, this is a friend of ours, um, Damien Gunn. Uh, he's doing. He, he's looking at that as his main trade. So he's got you know swings where you can you can trade out. Let say you know move English from the ruck line into the forward line, move a forward into forward mid. So play them at you know, M eight, um, and then therefore you're bringing in essentially Max Gorn, Patrick Cripps, or something similar. Um, that's a, a really good shout. Um, you could do the same in defence, um, bring in, say, a Jordan Dawson or someone like that. Uh, and then if you've got, say, a, a Hewitt that's not playing or whatever it may be, you know, move him into the midfield, et cetera. Um, yeah, so there, there's ways that you can, you know, configure your team so you don't have to actually just look in the, that specific line. Who's going to be the best performer over, you know, the next two weeks out of yep. all of the all the places and then work it out. So that's all you're really looking for. Who's the best average, averaging player that you can afford in the next two weeks, regardless of line? Um, and I think the answer, guys, is quite clear. It's Luke Ryan, isn't it? No. Um, <laughs> it's, it, he, he is on an absolute heater, but he could just turn around and go back right into his shell. Um, also, if you're playing for leagues like a lot of people are, it's pretty big finals time now. It's either a grand final for some or a semi to try and get into the grand final. So I'd be looking at particularly your matchup. Who are you up against? And what unique person has the most hurt factor? And I'd be like that you can afford, obviously. I'd be going there. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Um, I, yeah. Just if, you, or, if they don't have Clary. So, like, yeah, you've on. got the two options. You, you can either go and get, you know, get a unique person um, that you're going to try and get points over the top of them because that their unique may have harder fixtures or whatever it may be, or try and cancel them out. Um, so there's the, well, if two... they have led cancel led yeah. out, oh, oh, you yeah, have to, gonna... you have to. Yeah. That's, that's rough scenes. If you don't have, oh, but I mean, he's so expensive now. If you don't have led, how are you getting oh, 700? Wow. Yeah, you, you can't. You've got to just have a shitload of cash sitting there. I didn't know well, how expensive he was. Good segue. Oh. How do we start led next year? You can't. Depends you, you can. no, but, but you have to, because you know why crows are going to finish bottom six, which means they get a juicier fixture. And most likely going to start with juicier teams. Probably play North again twice. Yeah, they'll play like North, West Coast, <laughs> Port. They'll have Port Adelaide early. They'll it's going to be the, so expensive. That. But you're going to have no choice because they're going to have these easy teams to start with. Actually, what would it be broken down to? He'd probably be, I think. Um, His average is what, 129. At? So he'll be Well, basically 130. Games. He'll be 130. He'll be 700. So be, I think 130. At 130, it's 700K. How, I don't know how you pay that. And, and this is another key reason why. Uh, it's best to kind of a you know a start with some premium players or try and upgrade to the best ones early because he is low owned because no one can afford him. And when it comes to a flip between hey I can afford a a steal at five fifty or seven hundred thousand, people go for the cheaper option. It's where the value is, right? And I remember I think I got him because I didn't want to be priced out. Chris jumped on super early. I was like hey they have a really good draw coming out. He's banging out hundreds. I jumped on at like six hundred. Uh, I didn't want to get priced out. And that's what exactly what's happening at this current point in time. People are priced out. You can't pay $711,000 for one player generally. And, that, and that's the thing. Like him and Oliver are going to finish similar averages. But you know Clary's going to have a harder fixture because if the Ds finish top four, if they, the Ds were to win the flag again and that, which not out of the chance, or even if they were like runners up, well, we know then it's Geelong Melbourne to start the season. And they're going to have, you know, a couple of those other, they, they play Richmond round six, but leading into that, They'll have probably play Brisbane or somebody like that. So they're going to have the tougher game. So you think, well, maybe he can drop a lower score during that. So if you had to make the choice, it's going to be Laird or Oliver. You're probably taking Laird just because of the fixtures. I'm I'm going to correct you on one thing there, mate. It's probably going to be uh, Geelong Collingwood in the first game next season. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> just biggest can't be Jesus, buddy. It's all good. Jeez, Geelong, Geelong wish they got Collingwood, I think, in the finals. Um, if we had, if we had, if, honestly, Geelong are our bunny side, but I think they're everyone's bunny side at the moment. We they won't, are, they no just want to avoid us, mate. Big we've, question, we've, we've Chris. Got, we'd love to play Richmond, but we're, we're not going to. Uh, no, we would love to play Collingwood. That's set up for us. First week Brisbane we play, don't want to play Richmond. First week we play you guys. Second week we play the D's. Third week we get Geelong in the prelim, and then we get some interstate hack at the G, like Brisbane, Probably. who can't win there. 
Pretty Four much. Games that would require Brisbane getting to the final. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, usually, hey, usually Chris, you're the straight sets kings, aren't you, mate? Chris, hypotheticals. If you're Collingwood like made Essendon the grand over final. over there not winning a final and so on. That's bullshit. <laughs> Look how hurt he is. Absolute bullshit. Now, Chris, <laughs> if Collingwood make the grand final. 57 points up last week. It was nearly the miracle on grass again, just in reverse. If Collingwood make the grand final, Chris, are you going to go? I don't think I, I, I actually can't this year. There's no chance because that like, like, let's say I'm in there and then I get a phone call saying, Hey, I've gone into labor. Yeah. Oh, you're due around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, ah. that's not a great idea. So no, not a great idea. Pro, it's called priorities, Chris. Unless um, we take them both. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it'd be good for you to go and witness Absolute anarchy and, and oh, devastation. Well, two finals I in a row. I, I will throw up because I know I know we're talking more classic, but people might be in draft finals this week as well. Like you and me, Swiss. Like you and me. I. For that. Uh, <laughs> like, some like of the players mate. sitting there, um, Shane McAdam, uh, Lockie Murphy, Mitch Hinge, these guys that you'd never consider, but they all went massive last week playing the West Coast. What are they going to do to North Melbourne at home? Some of these like no-name guys and stuff like that. So well, maybe you, if, if you stream forwards, maybe get on some of these Adelaide forwards this week. I'll tell you something for nothing as well. Um, I jumped on Jaden Stevenson, who has a three-round, quite a high three-round average, obviously moved behind the ball. Um, he was just available. <laughs> and and, and he legitimately average. moved behind the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's freaking back twice. And so I think he got 109 and gave up a goal with a direct clown out. <laughs> <laughs> what gave up a goal, turned his back, and also turned his back a second time, and they dropped Greenwood and Horn Francis over him. Go figure. Makes sense. Ta- yeah, talent. They talent want that club. number one pick, which is not which is going to Brisbane anyway. Will yeah, so I jumped on uh, jumped on Jaden Stevenson this week, and I think that he's a good shout. But, but I mean, as a forward mid who's playing defence again in at North, who are going to get probably pumped again this week, and lots of points. He's taking kickouts. Like he's actually a really good shout in draft this week to go hundred plus. Um, so as a forward, I think that that's – most draft forward lines consist of two or three guys that are like bit parts that are going to be like, let's go, let's say averaging 80 or 75-ish. And, you know, on a good day, they're going 90-plus, but on a bad day, they're going 60s. Like I have, you know, for example, Jeremy Finlayson, who has got me 130s in the past few weeks, but he's also dropped a 40 and a 50. So would I rather someone who's going to be more consistent, like a Stevenson in the back line, or would I rather someone like a Jeremy Finlayson? So, yeah. Um, but the, definitely and the great thing about draft, especially it's more forwards. Most people stream forwards. Um, that's that's where you're looking at the weak versus strong matchups. And yeah, we all know it's Adelaide North this week. You know, Will Day's available in a few drafts. I'm flicking around. Uh, Richmond Hawthorne, he's probably going to sit back. And, and we have a tendency to bomb the ball to Lynch and intercept marks and stuff like that. So might be a little sneaky one because it's yeah for for most people it's covering that um unless you've got pat you're in that situation where you've got patrick cripps or um and shout out to our good mate abdul because i'm playing him in a draft league and he split the cash with me what an absolute legend of a, what a legend of a bloke because where is he now he's third or something yeah he's third uh jay i think jay's taken over as number one yeah yeah, yeah. Um, good on him so good luck to jay peterman on that and good luck to abdul um i don't know who second is but really couldn't give a fuck <laughs> Mitchie Owen's going said... to be Mitchie Owen's going to score a 120 this week and... oh, yeah. oh Ab- that'd be great Josh, Imagine. Abdul Imagine. needs Josh Kelly to go nuts yep get him a 200 well, who, sure. who are they playing they're playing someone that he could go nuts against right um, GWS are playing Western Bulldogs so maybe. yeah so I mean the problem is yeah. obviously that midfield just you know Eight destroys points. the points but He's, he's probably not going to get tagged. Here's the other interesting thing for next year, guys, looking looking onwards. Obviously, McRae's dropped quite a bit of cash because he's playing a little bit more outside. They put Dunkley back inside. He's he's coming up and, and McRae's going down. Both, again, must-haves next year. Dunkley probably still going to be a forward. Especially Dunkley. Dunkley because so do you want, alliance. You want this little uh, update with the, all the possible little trade guys. So Dunkley, apart from obviously the Bulldogs wanting to keep him, so you've got Port Adelaide, uh, Lions, uh, Essendon, and Richmond all inquiring about his services. And naturally, well, especially three of those teams could do, especially Port and Port. A Port and Richmond need an inside midfielder, so would be interesting there. Um, well, Brisbane need an inside one. What's, what's he worth? And then would you rather have Taranto or Dunkley? I'd, I'd take Dunkley. Dunkley. 
yeah. in a heartbeat, right? Yeah. What's he yeah. worth in the open market? He can't be worth more than 600, 700K, right? He'll be worth seven to another he, As far as trades, though, he'd be worth twice of Taranto, in my opinion. No, yeah. but oh, Taranto's a free agent. He's not, no, he's, he's, oh, is he? Dunkley, no, he's surely not. Dunk, yeah, Dunkley is not a signed player, is he? I'm sure he's a free agent. I don't think I thought he, he had though. another year. He almost went two years ago and he still had two years left. But I don't know okay. if Dunkley's actually a free agent or not. But he should be. Well, maybe, really. maybe, maybe they can trade him to the Pies just for the goodwill after we've paid to freaking <laughs> Trelaw's contract yeah. for. The so last if, if Dunkley left, he's an absolute lock, especially yeah. if he went to one of those teams that needs a midfielder. Not yeah, you, was... not the Lions as much, Benny Boy. But Pies, yeah, if he went Pies to one are desperate for an inside. Nah, he's they... going to Brisbane, mate. You know why? He wants to win a premiership. <laughs> he better get to a team that knows how to play on the G, then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll happen. And then, and then, what about uh, your, so he's unsigned, man? Because okay. I know the one that a lot of people been talking up, and I know I've been seeing some of Tim Mitchell's and a few tweets there about what ruck combinations are people looking at. Well, Darcy gets ruled out if Jackson goes to Freo, which is looking most likely. And then uh, Chris's boy there, Grundy, rumored to go to Melbourne. Uh, imagine Gorn and Grundy like you couldn't touch him, could you? If they were playing in the same side, I just don't think. I mean, I think I'd go Grundy. I think I've gotten to the point where I've realized in my love of AFL that Ruckman don't really impact the contest as much as I thought. So yeah, but we're doing from a super coach perspective here. No, well, yeah, from no, you can't go through either of them. I'm, I'm talking from a football perspective yeah. is that I don't think that paying that much for a Ruckman is a good investment in your cool. salary. Have a look account. at all the premiership sides of recent years. Like we won it with Nank. Nank was bargain basement from Sydney. Outside of probably Natanui at West Coast. Um, like who did the Bulldogs, who was the Bulldogs ruck that year <laughs> that, that won the flag? Can't even forget, remember who won the flag for them. Hawthorne had big boy, um, which it wasn't, wasn't that big of a Martin price to get afterwards. from St. Kilda. Um, did they have uh, Roughhead? Well, he, was he the... No, it wouldn't have been Roughhead. Who... I was thinking Mason or whatever his name was. He yeah, wouldn't that, have been there by then, was he? Great freaking question. That, yeah. And that, that, But that shows the point, doesn't it? It's like outside of Nick Nat and Gorn, most of the ruckmen of... You know, they've, they've been solid ruckmen, but they're not like, you know, wouldn't have been your top 10 paid players. Yeah. it's Because they got I English mean, just as, after that draft. Yeah. Because they I won. Think as long as the we're ruckman that up, you have doesn't hurt you the other way. Now. So like, as long as they can be sort of a defensive ruckman, help you around the stoppages, I think that that Like Sean Griggs? Yeah, someone like that. <laughs> Horrible. Well, Dunkley's also a ruck, so uh, I think Br- he's only 25, so I think he fits Brisbane's demographic perfectly. Uh, I think with Jared Lyons as well being a little bit older now, I think he'll probably start to play more forward, and Dunkley can go straight into the guts, and that's pretty much as pure as it is. You've got Neil, you've got Dunkley, and you've got no, your luggage, right, and I think right. that's it. Roughhead was their ruck. He was. Right, there you go. Um, Dunkley unsigned as well. So I think that's definitely, definitely something to consider. Now, here's the issue that I'm having for next year, seeing that we are looking forward. How am I going to afford all these players? Are Supercoach going to say, hey, by the way, because of inflation and everyone being like super awesome and, and killing it with bugger all no. um, injured players or at a discount, do we get like a salary rise? Because we can't afford all these players next year. Yeah, no, it's, that's not going to happen, especially defenders. Um, we, we can't afford anyone. Good. Well, the... Yeah. the- Thing is, we're not taking Will. We won't be starting Will Ashcroft if he, because he'll be going to Lions. If he was going to North <laughs> Melbourne, he was the he was the biggest lock in the world next year if he was going to the Lions. But yeah, you know, unfortunately, still might be able him. to. Didn't Mills? I mean, didn't Mills North. play straight out of defence for um, Sydney? Like after their premierships, yeah, he could. And stuff? But mate, you've got like that many buddy halfbacks as well. Put him in the guts, straight under Dunkley. Learn from the master. Um, yeah, no, and it's – I'm trying to think of people that have been injured for most of the year, and there's not many great players. I mean, you have Seedsman, Fife will probably get a discount. Yeah, there wasn't a huge amount. Um, and then all I can really think of is like, you know, um, uh, you know, North Melbourne had a couple people like Will – what's his name? Will something? Will – Phillips. Oh, Phillips. Yeah, but even he wasn't like really setting the world alight. It could be a Paddy Dow 3.0. But that's all I'm thinking. Like that's the only value that I can really see – off the top of my head, as far as injured players that haven't really played much, Cunnington maybe, but he was so good the year before, he's not going to get a huge discount. I don't think he's a free agent, NFA. Yeah. Oh, free? I thought he was well, just out NFA. of contract. That's got any. What's that mean? Because UFA is un- unrestricted, so it's going to be non-restricted free agent, isn't it? NFA? Because oh, that's the same as Toronto. 
I thought they were both free agents. I don't know what NFL. Yeah, they would be. Like, I thought there was only got, restricted. Isn't non-restricted now six years? No idea. No, I'm pretty sure uh, that's the case. I'd have to look into that. No, well, I'm pretty what, sure. What, essentially, what it means, I think, is I think it, that means that they're restricted. Right? They can match. Yeah, the, which they're the, not going to because they don't have the money. Yeah. So which is yeah. But yeah, as I was saying, but the the rucks are interesting, as you were saying, and and yeah, those lack of bargain plot. There's always somebody, but. Yeah, I don't think the bargains compared to this year are naturally there. Like, it might have to be a case of, like, you look at your rucks this year, like, those who started wits, massive pat, pat, pat on the back. Like, do, do you start looking at your clubs, teams like, like Hawthorne, for example, it would be like Ned Reeves or, you know, it'd be someone like that next year, which will save some coin who will be actually half decent. Maybe Port Adelaide have a cheaper ruck or, you know, these clubs, because, yeah, you're going to have to find a way to save money somewhere. Oh, well, either way, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. I'm sure. Yeah, but hopefully, at least, Ben, it's the same I'll for everybody trades. anyway. So probably that's true. Hopefully I'll have, yeah. have less injuries on the way home. Like I'd Well, that's always the biggest drama. Not hey, as much I just saw shit. JB tweeting as well, saying he predicted earlier in the week, Robbie Gray to be rested so he's fit for the showdown and what will be his last game. And apparently he's being rested this week. So that could be interesting. I know it's been a year of retirees. If you're in a draft league, stack just grab him now, put him on your bench for next week if you make the grand final. Robbie Gray's going 140 next week. But it's been the retiring. um, It happens all the time, I'm telling you. Retired players, get on them for draft. Yeah, but not to this caliber. Who who are all the awesome retirees from last year? Was was there any retirees last year? Exactly. So you're saying it's always the time. No one remembers last year. This year is pivotal. No, but if, if you look through the past years and like in previous years when players like are coming to retirement, they're like fucking this. berserk. Like, because nobody gives a fuck. They let them run around and do whatever they want. Oh, I, know, I know they're saying they go well. I'm saying, but we haven't had the caliber of players. Oh, not the caliber. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, JJK, JPK. You'd probably have to go back like four or five years. Monday. We would have been a big group. Like when like McAvoy. Hodge and, and Lewis and Mitchell and all them went out at the same time. Slash got forced. Yeah. Yeah. Slash forced. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, Still no news on the Crips front here, guys. So no, mate, these go. lawyers will take it through to about one AM. Make sure they get their payback. It, it will. I think to people, our lawyer friends out there. They call people, it fee justification, guys. If you're going to pay me seven hundred dollars an hour, you better get your money's worth, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, and they make sure that they deliver. Yeah. Are they barristers? Because they're like five grand an hour, or ten grand an hour. So. <laughs> yeah. And they'll probably deliver money. Like who gives a fuck? Like really? Oh yeah, I mean, it's not ours. It's Carlton's, but makes sense. And then it'll take two hours to come up with their decision and they get paid for that two hours as well. Yeah. Um, and the same result will happen two weeks. Well done. Wouldn't that be funny? Can they slap an extra week on? They're challenging the justification of the rule and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I think they'll either get upheld or it'll get thrown out. Yeah. That's pretty if much the only two options. Can't fight against the uh, the dictatorship yeah. that is there. Could they do the Greg Williams thing and take it to federal court and like get a, like, you know, push back? Well, do you get pushed back like eight weeks or something that year for no, pushing an umpire? You know what? It'd actually be hilarious. The the barrister rocks up and he's like, you know what? It's just the vibe of the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are not quoting the castle. Yes. yes. It's either that that's or, your, that's or their argument. That's their argument. It's well, just the vibe. The that's literally their argument. I'll, I will counter your, your argument, Chris, with uh, Van Wilder. And uh, obviously it goes back to a notorious case, but if the glove don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well He's done. like, if the glove don't fit, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, uh, that's, that's their argument. Is it like, oh, it's just the vibe. Like what else are they, what else are they going to try and do? With? Well, I think they're it saying. Chewbacca, the Chewbacca defense. Yeah. Meanwhile, I, I, heard a fun, I f- heard a very funny but very cruel prank, I think, the other day, whereas this couple broke up and the guy was so pissed off, he put her phone number like on one of those things that you can pull from a tab, yeah. basically saying it was a Chewbacca competition, so call up with your best Chewbacca impersonation and oh, yes. get $100. <laughs> and all these people were calling, leaving voicemails at all times of day with their Chewbacca voices. That's great. <laughs> That's good. Oh, kind of cruel. Um, so th- there's no real um, like major outs outside of that, oh, apart from um, Geelong resting. What Duncan? Yeah. Um, who else are they resting? Selwood is Selwood resting. They got as well? Delhouse, Isaac Smith, Segler, and uh, Duncan. So, yeah, so we've all been big on that next game next week for Geelong West Coast. If you're looking at and everyone's thinking, well, maybe I trade in a Geelong player. 
maybe don't because who knows who they could rest next week against the West Coast. Even yeah. though they've got the week off the after the week after, it's most likely Geelong's going to play the Thursday night game at the G. So they might go, well, fuck it. We'll just give our players a whatever that is, a you know, 12-day break or 11-day break or something. Do you reckon and, they'll uh, even look at their matchups and go, hey, this is who we look like we're playing? And like, yeah, we don't really like that matchup. So maybe we'll just rest a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe West Coast win and we play someone else. It won't make a difference. If Geelong win this week, they're finishing top anyway. So, Oh, really? Could, okay, so then they can just yeah, so. stack it. Do the old yeah, North Melbourne. Pies are already a game clear in second, so yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, until until <laughs> this teams week. below them. I think there's three teams on equal points. They're not a game clear, are they? Yeah, we are a game clear. Of second yeah, but not. Yeah, but Collingwood's percentage is bad. Is shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if we if we get even, then we drop. We can drop all the way to fifth. Yeah. So I just need if Cindy win and then Brisbane and a few others win, then you pretty much go straight out of the top four. Yeah. And justice will yeah, prevail. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, S- justice. Sydney and Sydney and Carlton win, we won't be in the top four. No chance, because Frio have got easy ride. They've got they surely they'll win their last two. So yeah, I yeah. think that they'll jump into the top four if we. So uh, in saying that, there were so many upsets this week. I wouldn't be surprised if some club comes out and causes a major boil over this week. Yeah, that's true. Could happen. Like, it always happens. Like, There's one like pies over Sydney or something like that. That's not a boil over, mate. <laughs> Oh, yes, he's finally admitted Pies are the greatest team in the no, world. No, I didn't say that. Right, I just said right. it's not correct. a boil over. The boil over would be something like, um, what have we got there? Like the, the Giants beating the Doggies, just because they're rival oh, really if Hawks, over the years. Well, uh, what about Hawks versus your boys this week? Yeah, that, that happens, that's, then that's a big chance. You guys have to win against no. uh, Essendon to make sure you guys make the eight. Yeah. So two danger Jeez. games in a row. If you knock, if you knock this over, then you don't have to worry about the last. Yeah, one that's right. You guarantee. That's why I think Boston will play it's a danger this week. game this week. Yeah, because I'll make sure we try to win, and then we can start resting players and whatever and the week a, after. As I said a couple of weeks back, if I wouldn't want to be you guys going in to play Essendon in the last week of the year, it'll be their grand final, mate. Mate, will be, but they haven't, beat, <laughs> they haven't beaten us in about 25 actually, years. So. Actually, now that I mentioned actually, final, don't, don't tell happens. them it's a final because then they will lose. <laughs> yeah, you can't it's, do it's that. It's Essendon's final, so we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, oh. Apparently, apparently the Crips scenario, so I'm following this, boys, anyway. It's an hour and 50, an hour and 50 minutes into submission, and um, basically Carlton just keeps talking and the, they keep talking and they've been talking the entire time apparently. So You're it's just been. the fence, mate. We'll just talk shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the glove don't fit. Just keep you know what we should do? We should. And eventually they'll be like. Speaking oh, of Van Wilder. Speaking of Van Wilder. We should, we should hang. We should hang down outside the jury, Chris. Like Van Wilder. Let Crips play. Let Crips play. Off a big like hoist. Nah, we shouldn't actually, because I would prefer him not to play with Hewitt not playing still. <laughs> yeah, I have double I actually, reasons. I'm 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 so tired of like of watching him go big when Hewitt's Hewitt's there. So I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Just just calm your farm, buddy. We're good. I would like him to play. And I actually had someone call me out saying, um, as a Brisbane fan, aren't you like pretty pissed that Archie got like knocked down? I was like, no, I'm entirely selfish right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the group chat, not, not even, like, not not even best twin two, pal. All right. Ben's Calm like, down. oh, that Archie, he's made like paper. Like, uh, stand up, mate. Like, take it. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. He's half the weight of Crips. And I'm like, well, what do you think is going to happen? If he did not jump off the ground to try and contest the ball, like obviously Crips probably shouldn't have attacked it as aggressively or as hard. Yeah, he jumped higher. He weighs twice as much. Archie, poor Archie, just jumps off the ground a little bit and then gets hit. And obviously, he's going to legs flick out from underneath him and end up, you know. Yeah, but that's the whole point of duty of care. That's why Mm. tall ruckmen get done for tackling little midgets. Well, what about two ruckmen jumping at each other in the air? Yeah, but that's two ruckmen. And I don't know if you noticed, but this is what the AFL said. That's what the AFL says that if you're a bigger, stronger player, yeah. You, you can't just do whatever you want and ragdoll little tiny Caleb Daniel. You're not allowed should to. You should be able to. I agree, yeah, but you're 100%. not allowed to. And so this is um, the whole point. It's a duty of care that then that, that is not taken into consideration. See, my argument's twofold. Number one, if Archie kept his feet on the ground and didn't jump, he wouldn't have been it's knocked It's like dodgeball. Yeah, you've got to Literally, be bigger feet and stronger than all the other kids. Yeah, keep your feet on the ground. And <laughs> secondly, secondly, he actually <laughs> turned his body to kind of take... Take his head without injuring himself. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's completely his fault. Oh, so. This is great. 
It's just such a oh, like, like how many how much is the bill to Carlton right at this point in time? Like you watch the video, right? Yep. I'm Let's a cheap one. No, no, have you right. seen have you seen the new footage though? The handheld <laughs> camera. It was it, like it Blair Witch Project. It was like this. It shows the like Michael J. Fox's handheld camera. It's pretty bad. <laughs> absolutely have no care for finances at clubs, like we talk about like the pies, just paying players to play against you. Oh, can and we? Stuff like that. The clubs don't give us stuff. They literally don't. Like where any other like like major corporations would be like, yeah, we're shutting this place down. Like what the fuck's going on here? How can you just did you waste hear, money did like you, this? Did you hear Eddie Maguire apparently said this? Like this is a legitimate thing that Eddie Maguire said on live TV. Hmm. Um, is that uh, like they were is talking about Richmond TV? players. They were talking about yeah. Richmond players and how they could take pay cuts to, keep, yeah. to stay at the club. It's like, yeah, but Richmond have the relationship where they could probably even that up behind, like with third party endorsements and stuff. Exactly. He said that live yeah. on TV. Yeah, he did. Which shows like, what was I'm happening sure at Collingwood. Absolutely, hat must yeah. have been. So that's why they don't care about the 300 grand they're yeah. paying for Trelaw because they're like, oh, well, Dugowie, you've got to make another 500 grand behind the doors anyway. Like, who cares? Well, so, it's like that was the whole rumor, like when the, like the Essendon through early 2000s, some of the players' wives were getting paid, you know, or getting, oh. you know, cushy jobs <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, Is that the Wayne, the Wayne Social Carey Foundation, and, and, and that happened, wasn't it? Tom Scully, like his his dad became like, like oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like or that. Something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the most dodgiest stuff happened to all this. Sort of stuff. <laughs> was it, there was one? There was one in the early cases where I think, um, yeah, manager or whatever, I think got the player to start up a URL. Do you know what I mean? Like it was endorsed. You know, it was like a website for their name, and then the club bought that domain off yeah. them for an exorbitant amount of money because it's a business transaction. That's why a lot of like, local sporting, like obviously everybody knows I'm involved as a cricket president and we have like the points and they keep editing the points to make it, you know, fairer for the competition for your first 11, but they don't worry about salary caps these days because it's just too hard to track. Like if there was salary caps in, and it's in local footy, I know some leagues are just, nah, we'll just have the point system. And have strict things because they can monitor that easy. You know, it's easy to sit there and go, okay, this guy used to play AFL. We can make What's the point system. Ten, well, for example, let's just say for cricket, we get like a, a an international player. They might be six or seven points, where a junior was a one pointer, and we're only allowed twenty three points for the year. So there's no salary cap. So if we want to go and play a player five bucks or a, you know a hundred thousand dollars, that's on us. Because if you try to enforce salary caps, all you do is go, oh well, look at this, we bought this person's girlfriend a brand new car they're not going to know about that or give the them some is, fancy job and shit like that and the only pro- i love that idea the only problem is who's allocating the points and, that, and that, what are the rules you know like well they're, they're, and that's all yeah. throughout in the league like they have it written down you can't do anything fancy with that because yeah. that's black and so white if we were to take that and apply that to afl like who's worth 10 points yeah you know yeah, yeah that, it's yeah, too pa- hard for afl but like Paddy locally it, 10 points. that's why <laughs> you can't right. even get free agency compensation right yeah, mate that's, that's right like that's right but <laughs> it's, it's but the, the merit definitely... like the merit in it's great and that's why it works in local leagues better yeah that. like there's still and if clubs the problem is then some clubs will always try to fork out money but you know if you there's only a certain amount of you know um, top players, you can still get in there because you're you're limited. So from local league perspective, that's good. But how do you do it at AFL? Like, it's just too hard. Yeah, I, I think there's a, a. I mean, it's a good conversation. I think that. I mean, the other you know a, a caveat to this is you know do we make you know player salaries public and then that way it's easily be tracked. Well, and I, I know I that everybody's like, oh well, we don't need to know that. But like I'm a train driver, anybody can look up our EBA and see exactly how much money I'm on. Well, not yeah. to the dollar. But you'd know a rough idea of what I'm on. So I've always thought, well, players, it should just be bracketed. Like you might sit there and say, these players are between 100 and 200. These players are between 200 and 400, something like that. They're on three years between 200 and 400. It at least gives you a rough idea then instead of like having no, you know, and then it's just all these rumors and speculation comes out because, yeah, every anybody who's got an EBA, you can look up what they're on. What I like from from a reveal kind of deal is, is more fan engagement in regards to trades. Yeah, because that too. I I like looking at so if I'm looking at so say NBA trade yeah. scenarios, I want to improve my list. How do I do that? All right, I can trade this player for seven hundred thousand dollars, and then I can package him up with three other guys from two other teams, get an equivalent or whatever it may be, mm. and get a trade package and you know package it all up. Whereas right now you look at guys and you've got no idea what they're getting paid next year because some are front ended, front some are back ended. Some are all over the place. Some have signed. Some are getting paid three hundred thousand by Collingwood. Yeah, exactly right. 
Yeah. Hmm. So, so did you hear the total amount, it? Chris? Did you hear the total amount? Sorry, quickly. Oh yeah, like over because it's a it's a, he's still got seven years in his deal or something, doesn't he? Or oh, I think it was five Grundy. years at three hundred thousand. Yeah. Five years at three hundred thousand, and Trollor was three years at three hundred thousand. So they were saying two point four million dollars to for two players to play against them. Well, that's Which about is crazy. You know, that's it's, about it's the uh, million dollars less than what what's the it Moneyball paying the AFL. So whatever Moneyball. New York are paying you three point five to play against us. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not paying you. Yeah, exactly. That's how much they think of you. They're paying half your salary. It's like, let's be real. I'm like, I'm not paying you for the guy you were. I'm paying for what you can do for my for me now. I can love we that, do that? that That's great. Can we do yeah, that? I mean, there's there's, uh, there's both sides of the coin. Um, I also, you know, players obviously deserve their privacy as well. And that's, that's why I think want. it should be bracket because people talk about it anyway. Like we don't, I don't need to know every fine detail of their contract. I couldn't care less yeah. about that. But tell me how many guys at Richmond that we've got between, you know, 200, 400, 400, 600, you know, how many are over that next bracket. And it gives you a bit of an idea and, and just tell us who's in each bracket. Like, I'd love to know like, yeah. Okay. So um, as a total salary cap, where's your club sitting at? That how too. much do you have to spend? What's it looking like for the next year or two? Are we looking yeah. at making moves or as a fan, um, are we? You know, where are we in the window? Because clubs aren't really transparent with that sort of stuff anyway. Because no, obviously they want to be optimistic and they want everyone to be, to look up. You know, where are we looking to spend that money? How are we looking to capitalise in that situation? Are we going the youth pathway? If we are, we're front-loading contracts to try and back-end and load the other way. All that sort of stuff is interesting to me as a as a fan. And I'm sure and that's one of the things I agree so. with Hachi when he talks about like full fan access, like with the say the NFL, NBA players. All of them are made available to interview before and after games. Yeah, it's part They're, of the package. Like, you know about all their deals. Like, over here, like, you hear a big deal for, you know, one of the big, like, quarterbacks or star players in the NBA. Everybody knows what big contract they're on. It's just, yep. it's out there. And that. It's and, actually, yeah. And so, I mean, unless it's, it, there's a maximum as well. So, there's no, you can only get paid X amount. In, yeah. See, the, the, issue, the issue is, is that if we know, if we know, then all the clubs know. And if someone's getting to squeeze, then it's easy for you know for people to try and cherry pick. But the clubs know um, anyway because their agents talk, mate. Yeah, agents know. You can't pretend the agents don't talk. And then there's always club, like how many club leaks come out? Like it's and we all know, and we talk like our followers, some of it on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, we all get friggin', we all have mates of of mates of mates who work at clubs. And we find out leaks before it gets announced. Uh, yeah, just, always. It's, players you know, are the worst. At least it's hearsay. Yeah, it's players players talk, play, yeah, players are players probably are the, the worst because they sit don't, there and talk to their mates. And their mates don't, don't talk about leaks, like, oh. boys. Don't talk about leaks. Bevo might get really pissed off yeah. somewhere about <laughs> leaks coming out of the clubs. But players yeah, are guaranteed the worst. AFL is one of the um, probably most insulation insulated sports in the in the world where they don't want anything out. Even like training, like you go past Richmond training and – as it's I do with my, my train all the, yeah, I know, with my train all the time. And there's, so people stand outside and watch where they can, but there's always, they're always trying to hide things and that. And like, just buddy, open it up. Like keep all your in, like when you're in with the whiteboard and stuff like that, like your, your actual plan details, but. You know, yeah, who's if, the worst of that Swiss? Yeah. Adelaide, they're still trying to hide stuff from a training oh, camp four years ago. They're the worst. Yeah, they are. It's true. It's true. And then you get shit like this. Like, we shouldn't be talking about the Adelaide situation wow. four years later. No, like, you just had the uh, other report that came out, Chris. That was very yeah. damning, and you lost a president oh. and a whole bunch yeah. of other stuff. <laughs> wow. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, after hey, glad it wasn't right. us. <laughs> well, they, they talk about this, and they, you know, oh, what, what do the fans want and stuff? And well, they, well, a bit of transparency, like other sports around the world. And the other thing, and this is the problem that I was talking about on Footy Classified the other day, where you want players to come out and be honest. Like Ed Langdon, for example, yeah, it might have not been the smartest thing, but I loved it. I loved the fact that he came out and said it and he copped it and they lost. Like he's got to wear that now. But I liked, I, I liked the players to speak their mind. I thought Ricky Stewart the other day, like you can say that's right or wrong. For a coach to and do that, but mind. yeah, yeah, how how refreshing is that? The coach comes out and fucking says, "No, that guy's a weak." prick or whatever he called him and stuff like that in there like yeah i actually like when they're actually honest instead of the stupid on-ground interviews at halftime yeah how are you going mate oh yeah we're playing well like yeah well, the, absolutely all the cliches. nothing to the pants. So that's why i like good. robbo 
I like Robbo yeah, for Robbo's that fact. Yeah, Robbo's fantastic. It's Robbo. Because yeah. even even when he hops on Twitter, he still like ragdolls or just talks how he feels he or does. what he's going. And he's he's not a perfect person. And sometimes he goes kind of a bit carried away and given some Richmond fans the bird and all yeah, the rest that, of it. But That's great. But next time Robbo plays us, okay, we're going to be fired up. Like no one's crossing the line there. Like how often have we ever had a fan or a player jump the fence and have a go? Like, it does, like there's still a, li- a line where everyone understands that so it's great for like it makes us as the fans next time go oh richmond brisbane playing let's go because we want to fucking boo robbo and get into him and, and you want that that's what makes footy great that's why you know whenever you go to the football swears there's always parole officers around oh right? they're absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome like it, that's all in good spirits anyway like as long as people aren't swearing around kids or fighting yeah. Like, what's no, wrong with like, I, uh, like that was obviously um, a, a reference was it South to South Bat South Park Bat Dad and that <laughs> and when they end up like going around the uh the little the little league baseball and and fighting and swearing it's like that's my guy and that and it's like yeah that's me sometimes that's your guy but as long as it's not swearing or whatever what's wrong <laughs> with a bit of banter in the crowd or banter with like well you always play that friggin' it's Grundy like Darcy oh, Moore who absolutely. kicked that ball in and I'm giving it to Darcy Moore on the sidelines there. And I'm sure he turned around and said something or whatever after the pies hit the front, but that's great. Like Marlon Pickett last weekend. How good was that? Like that's what you want in footy. I love it. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should just touch on VC and C before we oh, go, well. but I think we already, I thought we already have. Earlier. Is there anyone else this, outside, so outside of Laird and Oliver? Mills is the only other one, but outside well, of the captain on, on the yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Captain. You don't have any it's... of them. Somebody no, different for me. For me, it would be I don't mind like a, a if you don't have a Clary, I, I quite don't. I don't mind going a VC on Neil against the Saints. If you and don't have Laird, knowing... maybe Dawson. Dawson, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, if you don't have Laird, oh, as in a VC. I mean, I mean, if you do have, if you do have Laird, I don't yeah, mind. You, a... but I'm saying if you're one of the people that don't have Laird and you've got Dawson, you, maybe look you Dawson as your VC. Also, you don't think that Owens goes to Neil this week? Yeah, oh, I was I was leaving Neil. the St Kilda Brisbane game alone. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I don't. Not I don't like mind it, it but they've also lost Jones a few hours. I'm saying if if you have Laird and you don't have Clary, Laird's the biggest lock of, yeah. of a captain that you have. So then you might as well risk it on a Neil and hope he goes 145 or whatever. The only issue is if he goes 127, 128, which Neil could do, then you kind of feel like oh, it's enough, but I'd it's rather, not enough. I'd rather win the, I'd rather win the doggies than the Brisbane Saints game. If you didn't have one of those Adelaide players. Against yeah. Frio, you reckon? Do- Doggies, well, no, they're playing the Giants no, at Marvel. Giants, oh, yeah. sorry, Giants. Doggies killed it at Marvel. Like Bont's, av- Bont's average at Marvel this year is ridiculous. Yeah, you got to go Bont. Bont has absolutely go killed games Hey, okay, that's year. a great call, Swizz. I might do that in my Keeper League this week, mate. I might just uh, yeah, put well, Bont on for you. Of you fucking will. <laughs> don't worry, I think I've got Dunkley in that one, don't I? And that he's been killing. I think it, you so. do have Dunkley. Yeah. Hey, there you go. It'll be a Bonds first Dunkley off. Yeah. And uh we can see where we finish up, hey. What do you reckon? Uh also a little shout out for any keeper leagues as well. If it looks like you're losing, dump every single old prick you have and look for any young talent on your bench. If um because that way at least you can usually watch a whole preseason and someone might bop up and absolutely kill it and you've already got them. Oh no, mate, I won't be going Dunkley. I'll be going Laird, thanks. You have Laird? Yeah, I've got Laird. Oh, I am so screwed. I've got, at least, at least with me, I've got Neil, Tukmiller, Bontempelli, and Gorn, which didn't go very well the other week because all four of them played at the exact same time. So, Yeah, I'll, oh. I'll just straight up Captain Laird. I might do my cluggage into Laird, but it doesn't even fucking matter about my cluggage. Just taking Laird. Oh, that <laughs> sucks for me. That sucks for me hardcore. It's good. Like it. Oh. Stay down, Bont. Tag him. Tag the shit out of him, John. <laughs> Put him at full oh, forward, Bevo. Don't risk him. Against, Don't need to risk him. Sub him off at quarter time. Gone against Pitney. Neil against the Saints. Tuke Miller against Geelong. I don't think I'd like that one. Oh, I've got Chera as well. Chera. Tag Walsh. Let Chera run around and do anything he wants. <laughs> Nice. That's gonna hurt. All right, guys, I think, I think I that's to... pretty much us. Yeah, that's right? it. Uh, well, I don't need to rag on Benny Boy anymore. He's copped Thanks, it enough. Mate. He's done for the year. Appreciate anyway. it. Yeah. I am. I'm done. What? What is this? I'm. I'm sitting there listening to this kind of shit talk. You guys talking over each other all fucking night. I'm here, patient as a mouse, and that's all I get. Play your role, man. Right. Cocky Richmond supporter on the wins, guy. What? Where's your team coming? Second. Yeah, we're we're flying along. I feel like this is Melbourne of a couple of years ago. Melbourne 
kept losing and I kept tipping them, doubling down for the tide to change. And that's exactly what's happened to Collingwood. I keep saying they're going to lose and they keep winning. It really upsets me, Chris. Mate, I'm up and about, mate. Up and the Tigers are looking good. We're in we're in our cricket grand final, not this Saturday, the Saturday afterwards. Pumped up at the moment, mate. Look, I'm not how I feel about this hour and four minutes, but um, that's it from us. We'll talk to you soon, everyone. <laughs> See you guys. Alrighty, boy. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. 